Hello from Mona and Anna. We're here to inspire you and to empower you to become financially free. Today we're going to talk to you a little bit about the history of the stock market. New York Stock Exchange began in 1792. The Nasdaq began recently and the Chicago Board of Options Exchange began in 1973. In the New York Stock Exchange they simply buy and sell shares and they've been doing it for many decades now. The amount of money that changes hands every year in the New York, every day in the New York Stock Exchange is in the range of trillions. However, it's only 90, it's 96% of all activity. The Chicago Board of Options Exchange was started in Chicago in 1973 and 4% of all activity in the market happens in the Chicago Board of Options Exchange. We in the Investment Club Network can show you how you can interact between both markets, how you can go to the New York Stock Exchange and buy your shares, which is like your assets, to be able to generate an income. And then we show you how to go to the Chicago Board of Options Exchange to be able to generate an income. If you choose to come with us on our annual trip to the US, we actually get to visit the New York Stock Exchange and we get to places where normally people do not get to because of security issues. We also get to visit the Chicago Board of Options Exchange where we get to meet with and learn from options traders that have been trading options their, their whole career. We also are hosted by the Managing Director of the NASDAQ. And so if you want to immerse yourself in the market, put in your calendar every May to join us. I'm going to explain to you the way that I understood that shares worked in layman's terms because very complicated, I, I don't do very complicated. For a time in my life I lived as a photographer meaning that I made money with photography. I've always taken photographs and I always will. There was a time in which I didn't have money to buy some equipment, lenses and flashes. So just for the sake of discussion, let's say that I went to several neighbors and friends and I said, listen, if you pony up a little bit of money each um, so that I can buy my lenses and my flashes, I'm going to give you a percentage of the money that I'll be making in my own business as a photographer. And they say, yeah, fine. What happened then? Because I have more equipment and I was very motivated to do better because some people had lent me their money and I wanted them to do well. And obviously I also wanted me to do well. I would make profit. With that profit that I made, I could decide, will I pay a dividend? Meaning, will I give them a little bit of money each for the money that they gave me in the first place? Or will I keep all the dividends, which I can do, and then I will go and buy more equipment with it or even hire more people and get, have the business growing and growing and growing. That's the idea of what's a share. Okay? Hope Thanks. it's clear. Thank you very much. So history of the market, a lot of people, because they don't really understand the market, it's not tangible for them. One of the questions they have is, well, could it disappear? Well, it's been around since 1792. It is the engine behind the capitalist system of the planet and I don't think it's going to disappear in the next 50 to 100 years. If you want to take a look at the market, as we said in a previous podcast, if you had invested $1,000 in 1928 in the S&P 500, which is basically 500 of the best companies, small, medium and large across all 100 industry sectors and represents about 70% of the market, by investing $1,000 in the S&P 500 in 1928 and just holding on to that investment, in 2017, that investment was worth $3.8 million on a pure buy and hold basis. So it is, if you look at the study, the facts, it is the most lucrative, highest performing asset on the planet. So much so that Warren Buffett, who's made over 80 billion in the market, 
has gave clear instructions to his executors, executors of his will that when the wealth passes on to his wife, 90% of that wealth will be invested in the S&P 500. Tony Robbins basically asked himself the question in 2008 when the market collapsed, who's making money on the planet? And he, wrote, he went on a mission to interview 50 of the wealthiest people on the planet. And he published a book in 2014 called Money Master the Game, where he put the transcripts of the interviews of 11 of the richest people on the planet. And what's actually interesting is that all 11 of them invest 100% in the stock market and nothing else. They are, they are not distracted by anything else. They don't do cryptocurrencies. They don't do spread betting. They don't do um, currency trading. They just do pure stock market. In fact, Tony Robbins then wrote a, another book, which is a distillation of Money Master, the game called Unshakable. And the reason why he called it Unshakable is he wanted people to get involved in the stock market and stay in the market. Unshakable means it doesn't, you're not shaken from your determination to stay in the market. In fact, that book can be summarized by saying the greatest danger to your financial future is not to be in the stock market. So if you take a look at a graph of the market, yes, it goes up and down and sometimes it can frighten everybody and take people on serious emotional roller coasters, but it always goes up. In fact, back in 1916, the Dow Jones was trading at around about 55 and today is trading around about 25,000. So that just shows you how it grows over time. There will be corrections in the market. It's inevitable that at least every 10 years there will be a significant correction in the market, but overall it tends to grow. Also, the companies in the stock markets, at least that we are interested in, they have a proven record of many years being there. Many years in the stock market, maybe even more years in business, more than 20 years. And I've been checking how companies do over time. And what I found is somewhere between 90 and 96% of the companies don't stay in business after 10 years. And therefore, we're going to be dealing only with the best of the best of the best. And something that I've learned also is that when there's a correction and Owen was talking about yeah the, the stock market goes up and down when it goes down when it goes down it doesn't disappear the money from the stock market what happens is that it goes from the less powerful and strong companies to the flimsy ones to the very strong ones because people fear uh, gripped in fear they take their money either out of the stock market or if they know what they're doing they're going to invest in very strong companies with a strong uh, with strong balance sheets and they invest in them when they are very low when they are at in sale so to speak therefore the money migrates from the from the companies that are not so strong to the strong ones but it remains there something else that we do overall in the in the in the in TICN, in the Investment Club Network, is we treat our shares as assets. You're going to hear this concept many times because it's, it's new and it takes a while for us to wrap our heads around it. We focus on rent, on getting money from our shares as, because we treat them as true assets. Therefore, they put money in our, in our pockets. Again, this is with options. That's the vehicle that we use to put money in our pockets from our shares. And we'll talk about options later on. So to summarize, we make money four ways in the market. We make money from long-term price appreciation, 
of good, strong companies that are good value. We make money from dividends, which happens passively. We make money from selling call options. We make money from selling put options. And we use the income from call options, put options and dividends to reinvest, to buy more shares, to give us more assets and therefore we can collect more income. So we use compound interest regardless of the direction of our shares. So we don't really care whether our shares go up, down or sideways. We can still make money in the market. Please let us know what you liked most about this podcast. And let us know also what you would like us to talk about in our next podcasts. Podcasts are designed specifically to create for you a safe and supportive environment for you to learn and grow and prosper. We will keep showing you what has worked for us so you can model it and create your own success. Remember, we will be with you together along the journey, supporting you every step of the way and helping you to become successful. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you.